Welcome to the Luminate Speakeasy podcast, where luminaries from all across the globe share their real life stories of awakening. I'm your host, Amy Patti, and I am so glad that you are here today and tuning in, and I really hope you are inspired by today's show. Hey there, before we get to today's show, I want to give you a little introduction to who my luminary is today. Her name is Mary Beth Sherber, and she is a longtime friend of mine and was a yoga student of mine many, many years ago. And she is just a lovely woman who is always surprising me with who she is. Every time I connect with her, I feel like I discover something new about who she is and keeps me curious. And listening to her story today, it all makes sense. She has been on her own journey of discovering really who she is. She is an author who is in the process of getting her memoir published. But before she started writing her memoir, she taught French for 25 years in the Minneapolis school system. And today, when she's not writing or refining her writing, her memoir, you can find her in her pottery studio. She makes beautiful, beautiful pottery or in her garden or traveling to exotic places with her husband of 24 years. So today's short and sweet conversation with Mary Beth is going to give you a little insight into the process of writing a memoir and how it can really transform you and take you deeper into connection with yourself, with your truth, and reveal to you all of the ways that maybe you've lived out of alignment in the past and bring you into a place of congruency, honesty, and authenticity in the here and now and so much more. So let's dive in. Hello, welcome to today's episode of the Luminate Speakeasy podcast. So happy to have you listening in today for an amazing story with Mary Beth Sherber. She is a friend of mine. Um, She was a yoga student back in the day of mine. That's how we originally met. And she's also an author. And she has a beautiful story of awakening. So welcome, Mary Beth. Thank you for being here. Thank you. I'm pleased to be here. So I would love to just dive right in. Do you want to share with us a story of awakening? Yes, I've had a big awakening and that was precipitated by writing a memoir. And I had no clue how to do it. And I, when I started, I was not um, awakened. <laughs> I was, but I proceeded to go through the process for the last oh, little over 10 years of writing. And I realized that I, hadn't always been honest in the past and I um, and I tell that story and I and I have one of the little awakenings is to be able to tell when I wasn't honest and um, so anyway that's basically is writing my memoir yes it's my awakening I love it and yeah writing 
a book of any sorts, I think, is no small feat. Mm-hmm. And then writing a memoir, I can only imagine, would be an, a, a vessel, a vehicle for awakening because you really, you're telling the story of you. You're telling the story of your life. And so can you just speak a little bit to that process? It sounds like you've been, you, for about 10 years, you've been working on this. Yes. And now it's in the process of getting prepared to be published. Mm -hmm. But how far back in time did you have to go? How much of your life did you have to examine? I know a memoir is a shorter story Mm -hmm. of your life, a shorter period of your life that you're sharing. But, but what was that process of, of going back and getting honest about who you are and your life? Yes. So the, the going back, you know, they, you can put in backstory and you can, you know, I felt like I had to tell the whole story from beginning of North Dakota, but I didn't, I can, I just had to center on this one period of my life when I did not feel, um, awakened. I felt like a zombie. And then I gradually found ways to be awakened. And um, so I did have that alcoholic family upbringing. And that's a whole masquerade of uh, shame and uh, very painful way to live. Mm -hmm. Then I married a similar, a person who had a similar upbringing and he was controlling and abusive. And I, in, within that relationship, I had an affair with a woman and I, uh, I tried to keep it like we were just friends. Mm-hmm. That didn't work. I wasn't honest and it just wasn't working. Eventually she left. I can see why it's hard to live within a fake relationship, but that's all I could muster. Eventually I came out and I told the truth and it was unbelievably freeing. And I know most people who say they're coming out stories, they say the same thing, but it, it was truly a wonderful experience. Hmm. So I want to dig into that story just a little bit more or just hear a little bit more about that story. So childhood, abusive, alcoholic Mm -hmm. upbringing. Mm -hmm replicated that basically got married to somebody who could continue that cycle of control exactly. and abuse. Mm-hmm. But somehow through that relationship and that marriage, there was some part of you that was alive enough to get into this relationship with this woman mm-hmm. because I'm assuming that part of you was closer to the truth of who you were. Yes. You weren't completely dead. Let's just say you weren't, you weren't 100% zombie mode, but you had a little bit of your own self still pulling you in a certain direction. You get into this relationship, even though that was an honest relationship in the sense that you loved her, Mm -hmm. but you weren't willing to come out. Mm -hmm. And then through her leaving you, was that kind of like, because she left you, and everything kind of fell apart at that yeah, point. Yeah, that was a, the downer for me. That was the lowest point of my life was, mm-hmm. was when she left because I had banked all my happiness on her. Mm-hmm. And I had, you know, left 
a husband. I had my three kids, but things weren't perfect yet and never will be. But yes, so when she left, I was devastated and I put one foot in front of the other and joined an adult children of alcoholics group, joined a, a lesbian group, um, started dating. My politics started changing a little, uh, a lot. I started reading books mm -hmm. that were really awesome books. Barbara King Solver and uh, um, Louise Erdrich and um, people that I really admire. So I still wasn't completely honest. I had come out, but I still blamed my husband for all my my ex-husband for all my problems at the time. And he he was a part of them, but I didn't own my own part. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So how did you come to be more honest with yourself and, and claim those parts that were really on you that you brought into the relationship? Well, once I started writing the book, and this was several, you know, maybe a decade later, I started writing about you know, and I had time to think about my life and I started writing and things weren't adding up and I'm not sure how to explain it, but I had to make things add up and they weren't adding up. So I had to admit, <laughs> I had to admit to my kids that yes, I did have an affair. I wasn't saying I had an affair. I was saying that I was just friends and that wasn't computing with my kids and they still had the anger from the marriage. I still angry about having equal time with the kids and things were not awakened. They mm. were very complicated and mm. yucky. And my daughter said, I never smiled, mm. but in the last 10 years, she said, I, I smile differently. Mm, I love that. And so, and I, I just want to hone in on this piece because I think it's really important. You're writing your story and things aren't computing. Like they're not making sense. They're not kind of coming together. Right. And the missing part was really your true or honest side of the story. I wasn't was, being honest. There was still a part of you was a little bit delusional about your own story or just not willing to take responsibility. I mean, and this is the, the fascinating thing to me about how we can lie to ourselves and not even know that we're doing it exactly. a lot of times. And, yeah. and it was like, you had to become a little bit of a researcher and a scientist in your own life. And, and maybe because you had the space, you're writing the story, you have a little distance from it and looking at it more objectively, being like, wait a second, this character in the story happens to be me. <laughs> She's actually not telling the truth. Mm -hmm. She's actually lying. And that's creating a lot of complication in the family, with the children, mm -hmm. and in your own heart, it sounds like, in your mm -hmm. own energy field, in your own ability to feel really free mm -hmm. and fully empowered to keep taking positive action in your life moving forward. So I just really want to highlight that part because I think that that's something that we all could learn from that it's normal to lie to ourselves, especially about things that maybe are ugly or not, you know, acceptable in, in the big picture of life. And, and shame. I had a lot of shame. 
and, and the shame piece. Yeah. And these emotions that can make us shudder, shudder the doors to our own truth. And, and this process of you going back and just writing your story and really having to look at it objectively and come clean in yeah. a way of, of your part. Yep. The part that you played in creating conflict, maybe complication, bad vibes. I don't know what you'd want to call it, but mm -hmm. yeah. So I really love that piece. So now with the, with the uh, manuscript complete and I'm trying to get it published, I don't have that shame. I don't have um, regrets. Mm -hmm. I feel very proud of my process mm -hmm. and how I went through. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it's um, an amazing way to heal. It is. It's very healing. One person who read it, an editor, said, you will really heal through writing this, hearing my story. She could, she could see where I was heading. Yeah, that's amazing. I love that. So... There's so much in your story and we only got to really shine a light on, on a little part of it and you kind of touched on some different things. But even just with what you've shared today, what what do you think is the big takeaway for the listeners, for me, for you? What's the takeaway from your awakening journey that we can bring with us and and maybe even utilize to help awaken ourselves a little bit more? There's a couple things, and help me if I forget one, but the one of them that I finally realized within this last 10 years is my mom married an abusive man. I married an abusive and controlling man. And my daughter dated abusive and controlling high school kid. So we have to break that generational abuse mm -hmm. for one thing by just talking about it all i have to do is you know say it mm -hmm. and i think it's broken mm. speak it out loud yes mm -hmm. speak it and the other thing is i never gave up and they i had moments when i thought i had to give up but i didn't give up and I accomplished things that people said, oh, you'll never be able to do this or that. And I did them. I earned a fantastic um, living as a teacher. I you know, bought a house. I um, managed, I just managed to be happy and uh, not give up. So my other thing is one foot in front of the other sounds Boring, and it is. I love boring now. <laughs> One foot in front of the other and um, just keep going. We don't have to give up. If we have a despairing moment, we can overcome it. And the big prize is the happiness and the contentness and serenity that I feel now. Mm -hmm. And that's the result really of you awakening more to who you are through one foot in front of the other, mm -hmm. breaking a pattern of abuse, mm -hmm. hauling it out in a way, and then circling back just to this piece of self-honesty, mm -hmm. um, being able to look at yourself objectively and to tell the truth mm -hmm. about who you are, what you've done, and take responsibility for your life. Mm -hmm. 
that's huge. That's amazing. So awesome. I think that's a wrap. I okay. think that is a great place for us to pause for today. Maybe there will be another time when your book is published. We'll just bring you back on and okay. dive deeper. Sounds good. But thank you so much for being here today, being vulnerable, sharing your story with myself and the listeners. And yeah, is there any last little words that you want to say? Uh, well, just thank you for the opportunity. This is the first time I've ever talked about it publicly. I'm not a social media person. Yeah. So this is another step of awakening for me. Yay! That's amazing. <laughs> I love it. I love it. We're all about it. We're all about it. All right. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Catch you in the next episode. Hey there, thanks again for tuning into today's show. I hope that Mary Beth's story has inspired you to maybe take a peek at your own life, your own past, your history, and maybe even start to write about it and see what comes out. And if you discover that you have a powerful story of awakening also that you'd like to share, I would love to hear about it and possibly have you on my show. So check out the show notes, click the link to apply, and I look forward to hearing from you. And one last thing, if you liked today's show, please leave a review. It will really help the show reach a lot more people. So thank you again for being here. Have a beautiful rest of your day.